0: Welcome to Behind the Showroom. Thank you. I'm here with Ellis Rodriguez. What's up, best friend? How you doing? What's good? You were just here last week. I just
1: was here uh, last week.
0: So you are going to answer a question that we just asked in the last recording with JC. Okay. How is the experience different for the comic in the renovated showroom?
1: In the new space. Uh, mad shout outs to Carlos Rodriguez, you know, <laughs> who really put the bug in the air. And the more everybody talked about it, it was like, it was going to be amazing. Um, there's an energy. It's, number one, it's way better. It's just doper. Everybody <laughs> was right. And I think what it is, is that it was long before. And so especially like young comics, they get all they get all cry baby about like how hard the room was to play because you can lose the bat. Mm -hmm. And once you lose the back It's kind of hard To necessarily To to get them And when you would Look out in the crowd If it was really packed You'd see like Four or five rows And then it kind of Turns into this blur But now When you're on stage You you can see everybody Mm -hmm. And it creates this Like accountability As like a human being Like I I see you You know And then The other thing too Is like um, Now like Instead of those Like those first four rows Right And then it kind of disappears That's the whole club now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the four, the last row is maybe six or seven rows back. Right. And you can see them. Right. You know, so it's like it's almost impossible to lose them as far as like a t- intention wise and whatever. Because they're all like literally they're more situated. They're in a better seat to talk to look at you than to talk to their neighbor. Right. Where if you were in the back, you can get kind of lost, I think. Yeah. Um, and then the sound way better. Which added a speaker, took, moved yeah, the speakers that,
0: around, really balanced the room.
1: When it first came, the first day it wasn't, it was all, but it's super fine tuned now.
0: Well, the first day it was all new no equipment, and oh, we yeah. didn't have time for a test run because we were literally
1: somebody sensitive. Li- <laughs> we were literally like, I know, and you were like in things. the hospital for a bunch of it. Oh yeah, two days. You just almost two died. You almost died I for didn't this know, club. Almost died okay that's so dramatic almost i'm scared you
0: just spilled the beans i don't think i think only like 10 people knew i was in the hospital (laughs) you gotta you gotta
1: put that down you gotta rep for that like
0: man i know they're gonna think i was dying it was asthma exacerbation yeah i started the project with bronchitis because i don't like to do anything easy of course not Mm -hmm. and then
1: you were like sawdust breathe this in
0: exactly i am construction site i'm ready for that Yeah. (laughs) So then I spent two nights in the hospital. Jeff held it down. Luckily, it was a weekend. Not a lot of contractors here. But Jeff stayed and was working and picking up my slack. JC. JC. And then after I came back, because I I got released from the hospital and came directly here. Right. Immediately. Right. Why would I go home? That doesn't make sense.
1: I thought you were sleeping here.
0: (laughs) I was sleeping very close by. Yeah. And then... um, i was doing breathing treatments in the front of the club so i would take an extension cord from the lobby and then pull the pull the extension cord around and do a breathing treatment right in front of the club like a little homeless fancy homeless person just sitting on the ground Mm Mm-hmm. but i survived
1: and And the club's beautiful yeah and that was very big as you actually (laughs) that was huge cuz oh, you're you're you got so nerdy so fast it was like oh we'll just move the stage here and you were like wait a minute we're renovating the entire club i have all this budget i have all this planned we're not going to just move the stage and jc's like oh no no problem man was a couple of fours blah blah blah, blah 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 and you're like no no i got to get a new this i got to call this person I have the contractor and the and how much is that going to be more uh rugs like who cares
0: about the rug <laughs> yeah you know? but i was the I was the oh, I have to get okayed from all my licensing right. and my entertainment permit and ABC nerd. and I know nerd, you know. I don't but want there to... a lot
1: of people would have been like, "No, it's my club." <laughs> Put the stage right back where it was, and the new, you know what? too? the uh, the look of the stage itself mm-hmm. looks very modern.
0: Well, it's very clean. It's
1: very clean, and the st- and the and the it's not the old, you know. Uh, the old, old Last Unlimited logo, but this logo's been here for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And it's still, so, to me, it looks super classic mm-hmm. on, against that stage. Like, I think um, if you were recording here, your set, it's very, it looks old sack and it's very, cla- it's the, it's been that way for a long time. But this look right here is like people would want to put their specials on that. Right. You know what I mean? Like that, it just, the stage just looks at that, that brick wall. It's so comedy club. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like I love it. it was meant to be also mm-hmm.
1: um, if I could be a, a bit braggadocious. Okay. I started crying when you when you when I saw my picture oh. on the thing. So how bad am I? You sent me a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, there's a picture of me covering the glass while they not show everybody what's going on inside. But I did, it didn't dawn on me. And then I, as I'm walking in, like I'm walking by and then I see it and then I walk and then I'm like. No, that's just me next to Leno. I was gonna say
0: standing next to Jay Leno.
1: At my home club, the first club I ever went to, the first club I ever hosted at, the first club that ever kicked me out, the first club that ever brought me back as a feature, the first club that ever kicked me out and then <laughs> brought me back as a headliner, and I'm on that like that. I've I have nothing to brag about really in my career. I haven't done whatever, whatever. But I've hit enough that I'm a professional and been for a little bit. This is the coolest thing. It is the greatest. It's the only thing I brag about.
0: It's so funny that you just said I have nothing to brag about, but you were on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City. You won the San Francisco Comedy Competition. I guess. I mean, I appreciate. Well, I had this. I had this nightmare. But. I had this nightmare. I
1: this nightmare that my uh, my goddaughter Rosemary she was like, she was like telling her friend because she was telling her friend she's like, oh yeah, my you know, he's a comedian, and and she was like, oh yeah, and she was like, yeah, he was on TV once.
0: Once. once, you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> now yeah. so I was like, "What if? What if that's what she's saying?" In high school, right? Like I was on TV once, right? You know? yeah. I'll be like, "But well, my face is on the front of the club, bitches."
0: True story. You know it's what I mean? There. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a live
1: entertainer. Go see some live entertainment. <laughs> you know? So obviously that's not gonna be, but but for me, emotionally, and I've had a, and I have had a bunch of successes, things that, that I thought were great, but like emotionally, I was like, "That's the coolest thing that's ever happening." You were the
0: only one – so I – Carlos and I talked about this too because I didn't tell any of you I was doing it.
1: Right, right. I just
0: hoped it was okay. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) But I did send – I said I need a new headshot. And Mm. obviously I'm redoing the club. None of them thought anything of it because they're all used to me asking for whatever I need to promote and do whatever. And you were the only one that was out of town. Mm. And so – because I called as they were putting them up. I called Lance, and I called okay. DJ, and I, uh, I called Carlos, and yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Where are you at? And they're like, oh, I was about to do this, whatever. I was like, come by the club real quick, and they did, so I got to see them see it for the first time, Oh! but I didn't get to see you see it. So. I cried. Oh like, I was so happy, mm-hmm.
1: uh, and I hate that headshot. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: I wish I would have known. <laughs> You should have seen. I've been
1: begging to get a new headshot. Like, ah.
0: I had to tell Carlos what I was using it for because yeah. he kept sending me garbage Garbage. Headshot. I was like, okay. Yeah. I have to tell you, even though I don't want to tell you, on it to yeah. be a surprise. But this is about to be blown up, life size. Right. Send me a good headshot. A
1: good one, yeah. Yeah. And he sent that one, which is a great headshot because mm-hmm. he he did his hair.
0: Well, he did it specifically yeah. because I told him it was going to be blown up. Yeah. If you would have done your hair and yours, it would be better.
1: Yeah. I just never, <laughs> but I just kind of let it let it hang. Yeah. You me? You
0: got to sometimes.
1: I told you to laser it off. Really? doesn't even grow. Shut up. doesn't even grow. Really? I mean, there's still a little bit of fuzz, I guess. But I used to shave every day, every yeah. other day. Yeah. And I shave, like, maybe, maybe every two weeks. Really? And it's super thin. I probably got one more treatment to go. Yeah? Yeah. That's
0: funny. That's the way to do it. So many people trying to get hair, and here you go, just laser yours of off.
1: Because I've been shaving it since high school. I was like, I don't want it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to have hair. Just get rid of it. Hmm? Get rid of it. Yeah, if you're out there and you got hair in a weird part of your body, laser that fucker. <laughs> Technology is here, you it know?
0: Is. Welcome to 2019. You got like a weird
1: chin hair or like a knuckle hair. You know what I mean? You're going through the change or some shit. I don't know. Laser it off. That's just free I wonder advice. if
0: they can laser hair out of ears because it's they can. always creepy. The, the they old man hair. They can really.
1: Yeah, and your boy's got a couple of lobe hairs. They see, <laughs> they sneak up on you. By the time you catch them, it's too late. You know.
0: Yeah, were you like while you're there? I got this people warm- like, is this dude rocking a really
1: skinny <laughs> earring or what? It's always like an inch long. <laughs> uh yeah i'm not that excited about it uh no. i guess i'm long nose hairs as well yeah and then also do they it... just
0: blend in with your girl now though
1: well here's it. A... yes that's the worst part <laughs> so this beard i did the movember yeah it's a pretty solid beard i mean catching mm-hmm. and whatever but it's starting to, it's just about to start to lose where you start to lose control of it and you got to start putting in products or I put in know, that extra it. effort yeah and I don't know if I can last. No. Like, I I want, I wanted to give... I'm not going to give DJ a run for his money. But I've never gone full beard. I've never gone to see how long would it grow if you just let it be. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think I have the patience for it. Though. Yeah. Also, do I look funnier with or without it? Because that's the choice. I'm good. <laughs> There's a shit. Do I look funnier without the beard?
0: Um. You know, the only joke that I think it really matters is the random starter guy. Default starter guy joke. Yeah. Because it's a little bit not as random default if you have a beard. But you make beard. it work. Because right. I've seen you do the joke now. And I'm like, that's funny because still, they still see it, even right. with the beard.
1: Right. So, I think I say something. Yeah. I think I say, you just add a beard. And
0: that's yeah. Me. Yeah.
1: Right. Very clever, this guy.
0: <laughs> he does all right.
1: In fact, I think I'm going to record uh, my special here next year. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Next year that's what we're doing.
1: Well um that big that big album I was, I've been talking about or whatever yep. I uh I think I'm gonna do multiple venues okay but it's it's gonna be nine tracks long like nine bits long yeah and I think uh the base material that it was is it, it was that I'm basing it on three of them had their own like different video. Okay. And all the rest were live. Yeah. So I was like, well, then I'll just do all the live stuff at home. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. It's just easier setup. Mm-hmm. up. Um, and then I'm here first Tuesday or whatever. So if I got a, if I got a hot one, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a good crowd. If I'm here doing a showcase, I'm doing Swizz's show, Lance is throwing something. If, I, if I've got five minutes, that's probably enough to get one of those bits off. Right. You bring a couple cameras in and you can get it done over time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah.
0: Instead of the one and done that uh, specials usually are. Mm-hmm. You recorded your album. be a clown. Yeah. I'm getting
1: residuals. Are you? Yes. That's awesome. It's not like uh, when did those you record had, that? Those you... guys at 800 Pound Gorilla. Man, we did it last year. This time
0: in 2018. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we did it like December or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys found me at some I don't know festival back east, but they're awesome. But they, uh, when you get a check,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you're just like yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right because i'm on,
1: doing comedy somewhere because it's on, on spotify pandora.
0: now right are you you're playing on spotify i'm on spotify that?
1: pandora yeah. yeah 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 yeah
0: that's cool it is kind of cool and still the coolest thing is you have a picture in the window
1: isn't that cooler
0: that. though i do i love that yeah i think well i mean it's special
1: it's special to me yeah you know uh especially like uh, san francisco was a big one i walked out though and uh anthony k was there yeah and me and him had this moment where I was like, right? Right? Because only he, you know what I mean? He was there. He yeah. saw. Yeah. And he saw me come up. And I yeah. saw him come up. And, and both he and I have been, you know, well, he had been in the, or I don't know, he was in it this year. But we both know what that competition is. And we, right. we both know it's a grind. And we both know that it, you know, that it's a rite of passage as well. So for one of us to win it, that's what I felt like. It was one of us. Yeah. And there wasn't me, you yeah. know? And I finally could, like, look at somebody, not just another comic saying congrats or
0: Mm-hmm. But just like this is
1: a thing, right? Like, this is a thing, you know. So it, like, oh, uh, but it's still not having your face up at your home <laughs> club. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I got a drink when, like, uh, when I had a drink here. Yeah, that was the coolest thing in the world.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. Because we used to have the Ellis Island.
1: The Ellis Island, because it was like a bunch of comics, and each one had their own. Because uh, it was like the uh, the that it there was an open mic and it uh-huh. was packed every wednesday
0: yeah
1: oh, those were the days
0: those were the days every wednesday so we should talk, we should talk about that you have been at this club for more changes than just this renovation i you've been started working comedy
1: too. when I, I the i started performing at Last Unlimited about f- 4 months after i started okay So pretty much my entire comedy career.
0: Which was when?
1: Thirteen years. Like we're like shy like five or six days or
0: something. Oh really? Yeah. Coming up on the anniversary. Yeah,
1: almost thirteen years to the day.
0: How funny. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I've been here for ten. Okay. But I knew, but you were one of the comics that I knew before I took over. Oh yeah. Because you, you would come into the office and talk to Steve. You were a regular host back then. You that's were right. hosting like two, three times a month.
1: So were you around when when he had the green room? Yes. So he had the club in San Francisco as well. Yes. And Yusuf, Kamunka Alphabet, I can't, um, whatever. <laughs> but Yusuf, that's my dude. And he was done. Couldn't bother to be hosting anymore or something. Mm-hmm. He was always on song. Mm-hmm. And so there was a spot open and then i came in and i did a good job except i I had one little goof up i wasn't ready to like bring the feature off or something right and steve like chewed me out and scared the dickens out of me uh because people were still using the word dickens back then and then uh i was in the rotation and that meant you you hosted one weekend here and one weekend at the green room right six shows right so everybody else like four or five months in they're still struggling to get their five minutes and I was doing twelve shows a month in right. front of hot crowds. Like
0: And you it was still fifteen minutes. That's
1: fifteen minutes since. Yeah. It was amazing. It was phenomenal. It was what? like the best call uh it this is the best like comedy, you know, crucible to go through like yeah. I could possibly imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I can't And Steve was good. Steve's the one that got me smoking weed. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> <clears throat> It was like it was like the first show I ever been on. And I remember I was back and it's like four or five months in now. So I've I've had like four or five weekends in two different cities and like and now everybody else thinks I'm cool too. Yeah. And uh, and all the haters have subsided and it's like I'm just living the dream. And I'm like, dude, I'm never gonna forget this. And he goes, You're gonna forget this. <laughs> and then I was like, No, man, this is like the first time he's like, dude, I wanna always be here and I'm not gonna hold it to you. I'm really glad you appreciate it, man. But you're at the beginning of a long, long journey. And like don't worry about it. But I always really respected and liked and like I didn't want to bite but the head and he was always really cool and smooth, but he kept a distance. Yeah. You know, so now I'm going to the holiday party. I'm like, oh I'm like in. But he would always like punk not punky. He was always, it wasn't he it wasn't it was so lighthearted. Yeah. But he was like your big brother he kinda knew he was the boss. Yeah. And he was like busting your balls all the time, <laughs> which I liked, you know? So I just like being around him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um
0: I don't
1: do anything like that. I like <sighs> the fuck (laughs) it's your whole mo oh yeah
0: okay it's your
1: whole deal uh but i always liked steve yeah steve Steve was always like i don't know it's just whatever he was a cool guy uh and his wife was really nice and i remember that the club was in general uh it was a good vibe Mm -hmm. it was a good vibe then when Mm -hmm. i first started all the guy it cultivated this place has always cultivated a nice home For, like, local working guys that are about craft and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're drawn to this club, hang out here, you know. Um, I was so glad to get jumped in, you know. And then I just stayed. Yeah. Because I I think I worked there for a year. And he was like, where else are you working? And I was like, here. (laughs) I was working 12-hour days in my job, you know. like, And that was enough. And then I was miking, Yeah. And he's like, idiot. (laughs) Call call Tommy. Gives him Tommy's number. Now I'm working there. Yeah, you know, and then um, he's like, "Oh, that worked out. That worked out." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then he's like, uh, "All right, so then where else are you working? And I was like, "Well, there and here." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, so you didn't learn anything?" Okay, pepper. Then there was Pepper Bellies. <laughs> God rest its soul. Uh, and he was like, "Cause they 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 hire hosts as well." And it's like, "Oh
0: yeah." <laughs>
1: so I go there. And now the next thing I know is I'm working at four clubs and they wouldn't work you every month, but probably like, I'd say every other month, every third or fourth month, I had every weekend booked. Yeah, you know? And he's like, you can't just work here, guy. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one. And so that was like a year in. So then probably by the end of the second year, um, I'm hosting at all the clubs that by then. And then I was like, on my own. We go check out improv mm-hmm. and all this is all out of town and um, and then probably like two years after that everybody's bumping me up to feature and it yeah. just sent me on my way and stuff mm-hmm. uh it's like you gotta like that's the coolest you know what I mean so like that club yeah that club thinks like they're like we this is the comedian we built that's what it feels like actually more than anything it's like last unlimited the venue is like saying like look at this dude we made this dude come see him you know and it's also right next to those black and white photos of like classic guys and you're like oh yeah lennon was here Mm -hmm. carvey was here Mm -hmm. you know seinfeld that came through here this place Mm -hmm. has that you know yeah and it's like oh man i was here
0: well it's funny when when customers come in and they see the pictures of the people that have been here. Yeah. They're thinking in terms of when they they were here when they were already famous. And it's like, no, no, no. You have to think back farther. Mm-hmm. They were here when they started out. Yeah. So the guys you're seeing now, they're the, going to be the ones. That's right. They're like, oh, yeah. Ellis right. came up at Laughs Unlimited. That's I right. saw him back in the day.
1: I always wanted to rap super hard, too. Like, <laughs> who came through here? That's like mm-hmm. a laughs comment that, mm-hmm. like, became a thing yeah you know what i mean like i want to be that guy so bad
0: (laughs) you know what i I want to go i know you guys do
1: i want to be the guy that just breaks through and they're like what was the key i was like find your local club and support it you know what i mean let them touch you and mold you and turn you into a goddamn pro in fact last limited in sacramento california is is just generating (laughs) beasts. you know that's what it should be especially the last year not the Maybe it wasn't even this year though. The year before too, when we we had those, uh, we had a bunch of comics come through, and you know, because when I came back, I don't even know where I would have come back from. But I came back and there was like the open mic, and they were just running amok, yeah, being all disrespectful yeah. of the stage. I'm not prepared. Didn't do nothing. Didn't bring. I was like, I was like, nah, man, this this needs to be like somebody's just stand at the door.
0: So you were t- so you're talking about you know the laughs comics you know that were cultivating mm-hmm. comedy mm-hmm. i i've always i've always wanted that to be but it was when i was at world series of comedy with you and cheryl anderson mm-hmm. and Beast. there was a whole bunch of sat comics just there and i was like and i had to y'all did so well that i kept pulling myself out of the judging i was like i can't judge this show i've got comics in the show like yeah like they're my comics right <laughs> So, you know they don't do
1: that. And that. The other judges don't do that. They just they, just, they just, they. I want you guys uh, to win on
0: your own though, because I know you can.
1: Yeah, that's the last unlimited way, the and, hard way. <laughs> the hard way. And that's what, Earn it.
0: It does what Joe Lowers kept saying. He's like, I know, I know, your comics are on this show. I'm like, yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. They are. Of course they are. There's they a bunch me. of them. Mm-hmm. Savage. I think it was wasn't Sean Peabody there that we that I mean there was Sack was running think, so yeah. deep. Yeah. Yeah. All, yeah. At that show at that festival. Mm-hmm. And the and the year after too, because Lance right. and Insane Wayne and Beasts. and they, they just go. SAC is a place, yeah, yeah, it is.
1: It is. <laughs> I I do hear that a lot when I get out and get around. Like, oh, I know so and so or so and so. I was like, yeah, like,
0: yeah, they get around. We
1: out here trying to get it. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm not sure every club cultivates that or pushes that. So there, sometimes it's more about the hierarchy. Yeah, I will get that around here. Mm. Get that. It's about the art. You know, sometimes it's like, you know, you get passed at this club or that club. It's kind of like a bragging thing. Mm-hmm. Where around here, it's like, it's work, you yeah. know? It's like, I love that. Yeah.
0: I want you guys to earn it. For real. I want you to know that you earned it.
1: Because I actually don't know. So then, like, so then see, I got into there's this guy, too. Uh, I used to just come, you know, you're here in the green room. We're in the green room right now. You'd be sitting next to Andres Fernandez. Yeah. The first time I had ever considered back, I come back from Boston. My grandma passed away and, it, and it, I was going to move to LA and be an actor. But I had seen Open Mic and I had talked to this one comic who had like broke it down. And now I'm coming back home and I just go to see a show and it's Andres Fernandez. And he murder like he just murders. And yeah. he was doing some Latino stuff. And, and so I'm just like, I love this guy, you know. And I go talk to him, and he broke down, like, he was like, look, man, it's real simple. Just get 26 clubs to book you twice a year.
0: Right.
1: It's, th- that's, it's not as easy as that, but it's, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as, like, go find a bunch of clubs or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, I found enough clubs to to host me mm-hmm. that I was booked essentially every weekend. And I just wanted a stage time, so I wasn't trying to move up. Right. But then you're you're burying features. Right. So then they they bump you to feature, but that kind of happened here. And then everybody's like, well, if he's featuring there, he's good everywhere else. And so I kind of moved up the ranks. So now I'm closing the shows, but I started closing, but this is the one club I did. I started closing somewhere else. I started closing otherwise. Yeah. But once I moved up, now I'm just like, whatever you're gonna hire me for. You know what I mean? So yeah. when I show up, they're hiring me as a host, but they either don't know or don't care that I can do more, Right. you know what I mean? And I don't know how you move up. Because it's not about... It's not going to be about do I have the time or the talent to do it now? It's more like paying your dues or having enough, you know... Well,
0: and every club's different. Every place is different. And that's what sucks for you guys. Yeah. But I don't know that there's a way to fix that.
1: Not in every club, obviously. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you're... You have to... I I don't even know how to... I don't even know how to help you guys with that. Like...
1: There's nothing to be done. I guess it's just that like when I'm talking to younger comics and they're like, "How do you move up?" I was like, dude, I don't know
0: right. The only thing that uh I was standing there when and I don't remember which who the who it was that asked Kermit Apio, mm-hmm, you know, how do you headline at a club or how do you know how do you how do you get them to move you up And his answer I applauded. he said, "I don't know, I've never had to ask <laughs> like. They move you up when they're That's ready. That's real. It's yeah. That's
1: real. Yeah. yeah, like he's so good for advice. He, he, was, he was, was crushing so them. It was so just like yeah. even helped me out so much. Good advice. Yeah.
0: Even toned. It wasn't. It wasn't disrespectful at all. It was just they'll ask you.
1: They'll ask you pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. That's in fact, I would say ninety-five percent of all my work, people just offer me because I'm too stupid to ask. Hilarious. Too sad, too sad to ask. Somebody told me, they were like, you should get in the World Series of Comedy. You know? They were like, you should sign up for San Francisco this year. I'm like, "Man, Well, would. you
0: got, I, weren't you one of my picks for World Series?
1: I think so. <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. If you didn't tell me to go, yeah. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Couldn't even be bothered to make the satellite. I think I sent a tape.
0: Make the and satellite got it on my at tape. laughs.
1: Yeah. No, I didn't even go to the satellite. I think I was working. Oh, really? Yeah, at a gig or something. And then I was like, oh, I'll send my tape. And I got in on my tape. So when I showed up for the semis, they didn't know what to expect. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, who's this guy? And they were all eyeballing each other. (laughs) Idiots. And that was the first festival I ever went to. And I threw the finals.
0: Oh, my God. He did. Because I'm an idiot. Oh, my God. But I see
1: see that now. But you know what I'm saying. I
0: do. I know exactly. And when you were doing it, I knew what you were doing. And I just went, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't yell that from the back of the room. And I've never been or in a throw festival, a shoe at you, you know. So. Yeah,
1: but I learned very quickly mm-hmm. that it's a competition mm-hmm. for a particular thing mm-hmm. and more they're trying to figure out can you consistently do what we ask you to do. Right. Which so for comics, so it's very hard. He threw...
0: And, oh, I know, because they're not good at following directions ever. No. So what he did to throw this competition, he didn't throw it at all. He's The other a two good comics set. were really good. The, it was a it was, it was a great lineup. I three out of yeah. 101. It they, wasn't, yeah. There was no reason that the three shouldn't be there. They all deserved it.
1: They were all good comics. I, it's not like, yeah, I don't want somebody listening to me like, oh, Ellis said he could have won. I could have performed better. Right. And I purposely... <laughs>
0: he didn't want to do the joke that he hates that everybody loves that the, the reason the I was audience in the competition loves, the reason I was the in the judges fight. judges love he said this you is know the what? setup this is the setup i'm not going to do that joke this is
1: the setup i show up for the semis or whatever and i get into some other r- rank and everybody's like are you're, you're really cool this is going to go well and then it was like two more rounds on the same day with the exact same audience. And so we went up, you did. And
0: the same judges. Yeah,
1: I think we did eight to 12 minutes
0: yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: And all the judges are sitting there judging you in front of this crowd. Then the show's over, I advance, there's gonna be three of us in the next round. <coughs> then they make the audience leave the room. They left the room and just stood in a line to go back into the room
0: mm-hmm.
1: in front of the exact same judges. And now you're supposed to do 20. And I was like, I'll just do a different 20 minutes. And then I got heckled and handled it just fine and kept it moving. And it was a pretty good set. And they had good sets. Was their sets better than mine? I don't know. They did 12 minutes of the same shit they just did. Mm -hmm. And they won. So who's stupid? No, who's retarded?
0: And Ellis was like, oh, I've got 25 minutes now. So I could just kick back and do... My club set where I'm Joe Cool and, and I'm chilling. taking I'm my time back and, and I'm not worried about laughs per minute and I'll just kick it. And it was a great set at a comedy club on a weekend. The audience, everybody would have loved the set. It was a great set. It was. But for that competition. It was not. It was not. <laughs> not. he could have killed and done so much better and did
1: not. And they all went for the... And they did the smart thing. Mm-hmm. Probably wasn't their first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, and they added an extra eight minutes and put together tight, energetic, hot mm-hmm. set. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they won. Yeah. And they won. Yeah. And I didn't even care. I was so stupid. I was like, <laughs> eh, it's my first one ever, third place. Yeah, And everybody's like, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> because the winner won right third place was like man you know yeah. but the winner got a bunch of work right and in retrospect it's
0: like 50 some weeks of work yeah. you get you get in at all these clubs and even though it's featured work at those clubs
1: it's a lot more
0: you go you kill at the club and then you head you headline the next time you go through
1: duh duh, duh. yeah the competitions the festivals it's a whole different yeah. animal and that was my first time uh doing one or whatever
0: was was the san francisco your second one have you done any other
1: ones oh that 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 broke me off that was like oh man this is where it is and then i immediately applied for san francisco and i applied for big pine Mm -hmm. um and i got into both of those and did well and so then i applied for laughing skull i think after that
0: yeah so and have you done all of them did you do Big Pine and Laughing Skull too?
1: Amazing. Yeah. Um. And then a couple of other ones. I I went to uh, San Diego. Okay. I won San Diego.
0: Okay.
1: It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was not. It was weird. There was this, there was this there was this one chick from New York. I think she was a beast. There were some good comics, but mostly it was a lot of features and hosts. It was mm-hmm. like you know Sid even right. before she was working here.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. A lot of Sids, really talented young comics. You know.
0: Going up against a seasoned headliner.
1: Who just came off of a who, season of these competitions.
0: Right. Who now has yeah. competition experience. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I think their festival is run by somebody else because that year it was literally the contest. Yeah. There was no mingling with nothing. It was just like literally just like this. Yeah,
0: I think that's when we were running it themselves.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. The, and I, so I just went in. Took their money, you know, and uh, bounced. (laughs) So I did some other ones. They were fun. They were great. Um, But like, it opens your eyes that you're no longer like you're not hanging out in front of the club with the comics. You're hanging out with there's a hundred clubs in this country right now, like bars and where there's hungry young comics sitting out there, whatever, and they'll see you at the next festival, right? And you know, like with their hot twelve. Yeah. you know like um it makes you remember that yeah you know so it's good it's good it was good and that's laughs
0: that's laughs. same thing yeah. that's
1: the owner of laughs being like you're not going to the festivals <laughs> so how are you meeting the cruise agents and the college agents and the right. oh i'm just not right okay right because you could do cruises yeah well that's why i was laughing i could you do cruises right but... Yeah, we
0: won't talk about that. Well, that was—that's why I was laughing when you were talking about Steve asking you where else do you work, and you are yeah. like, "Here." Yeah. I'm like, "Ellis, that's still you. You're in 2019. <laughs> I know. That's still you. You still haven't learned."
1: And people, people would be like, "Oh, they'll be like, Have you played such and such in, the, in San Francisco?'" <laughs> yeah. And they will be like, "No," and they're like, "Why? <laughs> why?" They they said no, and it's like, "No, I didn't even ask." But, but why? Oh, Alice. So I would say the first year when I won San Francisco comedy competition, essentially, I could have just showed up anywhere, and they would have given me a set. Never once.
0: Nope.
1: Never once called it in. Like a dumbass. <sighs> but I told I told everybody that I met, whether I knew them or not, for like a month that I was on the front of this fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like i would be at the gas it station. it will get you booked. I'll but be at I'm the, on the front of this club. I'd be at the gas station and they'll be like and the be like, Do I know you? And then it will be like, Oh no, you ever go to old Sacramento? There's like a big bigger... <laughs> That's me, foe. Yeah. Well
0: I love that. I love that you're proud of that.
1: I am. Um and and then all the other comics too.
0: Yeah.
1: Los and Lance and mm-hmm. Um DJ. Who else is up there? DJ. DJ came up with these guys mm-hmm. so it's cool to like see them do their thing Lance well is killing and i
0: want him. i want people to DJ's realize killing. that you guys aren't just as funny yeah as the as the people you know they came through in the 80s and the 90s and not that they're not funny now but you have the same hunger that they did you right. have the same want yeah and you're putting on great shows and they should know who you are
1: they should you should be here first Tuesday every month. I'm working it out.
0: Yeah, and so are the rest of the open micers. and some and some
1: and some um, pros.
0: Because it's not an open mic. It's no, it's pro the pro am.
1: But it works way better that way because mm-hmm. then you tell the the amateurs you need to bring people so we have a cr- good crowd, mm-hmm. and the crowd started coming back a little bit, and then uh, and then and then we call it the pro amps. So and then we got pros actually showing up because right. they're not showing up to some open mic.
0: Right. But
1: if you tell them, hey, you come through, we give them extra time so the shows are better because now you got Lance. Yeah. Coming through, dropping seven. You right,
0: know? right. Mike Calvin and yeah, uh, who else comes through regular? Uh, Diego's always coming Diego through. Diego comes through, drops mm-hmm. fire. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. And then we got our regulars, the little baby, little baby comics that oh, yeah. we're kind of building up.
0: Jordan, Jordan Quadle, what? <laughs> who went by? What was it? What was his? Oh, name? Joe, Joe Tarted. Tarted. Yeah
1: dude first time he came up and then i'm like don't don't, don't do that again. and then i was like well what's your name like maybe as a, like a, <coughs> a bad comedy name You just yeah. jordan quaddle that's <laughs> hilarious
0: right that's you know
1: name. like i don't even know what to imagine you look look at your face right. you know that face is named jordan Go- quaddle bombs and then I call them quaddle buckets or
0: <laughs> or quaddles I
1: call him quaddles quadzilla yeah uh, I got all these names for him but he's uh, shows up every month gets better every month mm-hmm. and there's yes. like yes. S- he's seriously focused on like his set being better or whatever and like uh, Ruby is dope mm-hmm. um, just like th- but to see them like show up every month mm-hmm. you know uh, when we do the writing session I'm mm-hmm. getting a ton of good feedback On that stuff. Yeah. Which like cures that itch because I was like always yelling at young comics in front of the club. That's how they used to do me. We've talked
0: about this. Yeah. They were like. "Ah, And I
1: was like, I just needed a space, (laughs) a safe place for them for me to go. You suck. Here's why.
0: (laughs) Work on it. Let me tell you some things you can do to be better. To be better. Not just that you suck, but here is what you can do to be better. This is why you suck. Right.
1: All of these things are correctable. Right. You know? Right. Don't stand up and say, I didn't prepare anything. Right. In front of but me.
0: if they don't take those criticisms, if they don't take the advice.
1: They, then they leave and they don't come back. Exactly. I win either way. Right, <laughs>
0: right. You're either going to
1: get better and I don't have to say it anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to go somewhere where people are like, hey, good set. Right. All right,
0: Right. The death yeah. of comedy is this phrase, good set.
1: Who's like the newest comic? Locally, that you, I guess, hired on? Like the newest, youngest.
0: Like that's starting to host? I guess so, yeah. Well, I guess it would be Chris.
1: Swizz. Chris Smith. Serious from day one. Yeah. Oh. Studied from day one.
0: Ridiculously serious. Okay. Meticulous. I don't want to give away too much of his story because it's going to be a great story someday. Mm -hmm. But I was friends with Chris first. Okay. And then he was like, oh, I've always wanted to do comedy. And we know that I'm kind of a jerk sometimes. And I was like, oh, really? I could get you on stage. And I just called. I think I called Carlos. And I was like, hey, I got a guest set for your show on
1: December
0: 5th or something. And I was like, all right, you're going to do five minutes expecting him.
1: To back out to
0: die a thousand okay, deaths yeah. on stage because yeah, yeah. he's never been on stage before, right. and i putting him up in front of an audience. I don't
1: even know any of this. What I don't know any of this, this is like a superhero origin story oh, or something.
0: Well, that's the beginning of it. I don't so, you
1: set, set him up to fail on purpose, <laughs> and really, it was very personal
0: because we were friends, and I was like, I don't <laughs> yeah. need another friend in comedy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You see how that worked out two years in, he's hosting his first week in January,
1: um, from Jump yeah from chump
0: but he's very serious about very it serious about studies. it. studies mm-hmm. like i, I remember surprised. day one
1: we were having conversations about actual and then i was like whoa <coughs> okay right like what do you know he's been about his business and he's been yeah. producing here too yeah like, he's about it he's like yeah
0: it's because he was bringing. that makes sense it's because he was bringing and i was like they're gonna keep using you <laughs> yeah if you don't start producing your own shows right so yeah. that, that happened pretty early for him too.
1: But then Bill gets good, good stage time for himself mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Very yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like actually, uh, the more I get to know him, like Mikey he do like he does everything too. He's a mm-hmm. photographer and he does mm-hmm. Photoshop, makes flyers. Like mm-hmm. when do you sleep, my dude? Never. When do you You're sleep? Right. Yeah. So I I felt like uh, there was a, there's enough young comics around. Mm-hmm. That I feel safe, mm-hmm. like oh, there's you know whatever, whatever. Um, And then I feel like everybody came home too,
0: yeah.
1: Because I DJ was gone and and up. But now I see, I missed the holidays, so probably everybody's just hanging out. Yeah. But I keep seeing everybody now. I love seeing Kyrie. I love seeing, I, I love seeing like, you know.
0: Yeah, I do. I do.
1: It's like it's 2015 all over. I love, love it. Over. I
0: love it with Steve. Steve Fury. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though he was a moved- beast. Even though he, he moved to L.A., mm. but, you know, he came back and he yeah. performs and, and, you know, people come out. Well, hell yeah. Like, oh.
1: In fact, the holiday party, I, I, I got a little drunk, but uh, uh, I think I told every single person I loved him. I was like, hey, what's up? I, miss you. I love you, man. I, you feel know? Like,
0: I feel like that's every day for you
1: lately because yeah. i'm free i'm
0: happy <laughs> you know my heart back but the christmas card party is amazing it it's, is that was that was and DJ's that shout brainchild. out to brad that was dj's brainchild oh yeah yeah he came to me one day and he was like what would you think about having like a christmas party for comics you know because like we don't get an office party yeah and i happened to have a date in december that somebody had canceled on uh-huh. so i was like all right we can do it on this date yeah and we set it up and how was,
1: many years ago oh. was that
0: we're trying to figure out if it was four or five years yeah i think because we've had it's
1: at least four I think. at
0: least four yeah
1: i remember three of them yeah but i remember not remembering one of them <laughs> and
0: brad yeah. bonner does hey, the game show
1: every year yeah that's such a service well and it's so fun it and keeps it's every, such a it's thing such for a, comics because yeah. you guys are
0: such yeah such information people just right. with random facts and such so yeah. it's fun to get all competitive i heard
1: he, he he probably he somebody said he wasn't gonna do it or something i was like you have to do
0: it <laughs> it was a, it's the
1: best well
0: i mean i didn't ask him to do it at first yeah and then somebody posted on there and they were like are we doing the game show and i was Got like it. i don't know brad Bonner, are we doing the game show it's big it everybody
1: is. loves this game show man
0: it is between that and the stock exchange, and mm-hmm. no, still no karaoke, which Ellis thank God is so happy about.
1: I can't do karaoke. <laughs> it's the one hole in my game.
0: I said I can't talk on stage or do podcasts either. And you see? see where we're at.
1: That's right. You're a hell of a podcaster now. You're an old pro <laughs> behind the showroom and whatnot. Right? What's it called? What, Behind the Showroom. With Jenny Canfield?
0: It's called Behind the Showroom, and we what have Jenny a jingle. Canfield? Oh. That the people listening to this podcast already heard. What is it? How's it go? Yeah, it's it's it's, <laughs> really, it's pretty fresh. It's, it's cool. No, but do it. I can't. Do it because that can't. way. Because
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> then I can it's hear, like, I can see how close I it can't. is. You can do it. You don't want to. You can be do a podcast five years from now. Be like, I couldn't sing the jingle, but here we are.
0: <laughs> it's very catchy though, because once you hear it, it's stuck in your head. It's like. What? Okay. Uh, uh where are we at behind the show room where are we at where, who, made laughs. It? who made it uh a person i paid to make it okay good and yeah. then he was gonna uh, edit the podcast but okay so this is kind of an episode three but really it's episode like yes. 26
1: this is episode i think 3.3 like your third attempt there was like a wave where there was like a bunch of them. I
0: did twenty three in interviews first. Okay. with that first that first okay. whole So this thing. is version
1: two but I did it with
0: the wrong equipment. Yes. And I have I mean, but I recorded it. I think it was them. like a camera. It was on a the camera other side of a room. With you standing next
1: with you sitting next to the camera. Yes. Talking directly into the microphone My while God. the other person was getting obvious.
0: No, but they had but they had mics. Okay. It was, but it was a bad situation. Was, yeah, and I couldn't find anybody to fix the situation. Oh, and then my cousin bad. was
1: supposed to fix it. Yep. and said he would, and took the files and wasted a lot of people's time.
0: Right, and but man, your cousin's not the only one. No, it's about the third no. person.
1: There's a lot of people who don't do. And what so they then I gave up do.
0: on it. And then Hillary was like, <laughs> "I want you to bring your podcast back." Right, and I was like, oh. and she "It's goes, so cute." Here's the equipment you need to buy. Yeah. and now as I'm listening to it because I'm listening to it while we're doing it. I'm like, oh, this sounds much better. Way better. Yeah, and then Bill I love was- that idea
1: too. Last is going to start b- making content. Yeah, you know, we're in the entertainment place, and this is like a super happy, creative place where like right? great comics come through. Like,
0: well, and there's stories, and yeah. there's and people ask me, you know, like how long has so and so been doing comedy? And I'm like, I have no idea. Right. I mean, I know that you were here because you've been here since I've been here. Yeah. But people that haven't started here, I'm like. Mm-hmm.
1: There's no way it's going.
0: I don't know. Where are they from? Mm-hmm. I
1: heard some people be they lying.
0: They show up. <laughs> oh, really?
1: Yeah. About how they, long they've been doing yeah, it? Yeah, saying they haven't been doing it as long as they've been doing it.
0: Oh, that's probably good.
1: Which I think is funny. Like, they'll move to a, du- a different place and be like, yeah, I've been doing it for two years, but they're like six years in.
0: <laughs> right? That's funny. Um, uh, we uh, it, it, The opposite problem is worse. Yeah. Is when they're like, oh, I've been doing this for 20 years. Hmm uh have you though
1: you're 34 bro no no
0: no like they've really been doing it for 20 years but they're that bad. oh
1: no yeah they've been doing it wrong for 20 years
0: right because if you just get up and keep doing it and don't ever get better then you're still doing
1: that's true yeah which i have heard people do yeah yeah i've i've, I've been doing actually, this for eight years
0: i know and i've actually like it surprises me still and i go what like i wouldn't have known Yep. But, so but the weird thing
1: is too is like, not twenty. You could suck for eight years straight, yeah. and then like get good, right? Eventually, like you could still like twenty years though. So did
0: you ever feel like you weren't good
1: every day? Every <laughs> day. Okay. You know, I'd be getting off, and everybody be like, ah, oh, I'd know, be like, that was god. I know,
0: and it's so funny because it's it's so funny to know you guys and be friends with you guys and know your insecurities. because <laughs> You come off so confident, but
1: that's my insecurity. I have no insecurity.
0: <laughs> okay, sure. All right, all right, Thor. Um, so no, but like, was there a point in your comedy where you you were, where you remember? There was like this switch where you like figured it out. Yeah, and you knew.
1: I did. That's it. Yeah.
0: What was it? I t- was it?
1: I, when I tell the younger comics, by the time you know, it's been done. Mm-hmm. Like it. Like if you're if you're if you're if you're if you're a real artist, a lot of artists, you're your worst critic, right? So, by the time you're confident enough to say, "Oh, I can do this. I'm good at this," you probably were good at it long before. Right. Um, I was in this competition, and I was supposed to win.
0: Okay.
1: And this was even before World Series or whatever. But I was supposed to be one of the better comics or whatever. And I went up, and it was long, too. There was like 20 comics yeah. or whatever. I'm way at the end, and there was a guest set for 15 minutes. It's it's just set up for me to fail. But me, I don't care. Whatever. And then somebody right before me bails. Okay. We didn't even finish their time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all right, rushing. Yeah. I run up and I bomb. Okay. I got to do like ten minutes. Yeah. And everybody that, like, that works at the club or whatever is in the back, like, ooh, let's go see Ellis win this. Right.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: So the the wait, the wait staff is in the back of the bar waiting waiting to watch me murder. Yeah. And I just bomb. I just bomb for like a good minute and a half like and then i say something and kind of save just like i took a chuckle to just kind of acknowledge like this is not going well and then you get that like do that pity laugh yeah and then i look over at the judges and they're just like checking out and then i realize okay no matter what happens now i'm not gonna win right so you know what i'm not gonna do is fucking embarrass myself yeah i'm about to rip so that at least everybody here is like, oh, okay. And then I just commenced to rip. Mm-hmm. And I realized like, oh, this guy with the timing and I ran up and my timing was off and it was whatever, whatever. But you're still hilarious, bro. Right. You know, like don't try and win. Just be hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kill. And I'm getting off stage and they're like, dude, you might. And I was like, stop it. Stop it. If I did that the whole time, right. maybe. right? But you can't. You can't. Kiss off two minutes. of your, the first, the first two minutes, of your set, and then try and win. Right. But then I was like, Oh, I can do that whenever I want. I was I didn't have a good set because th- these are the jokes that I set aside. Like in the moment, I'm making decisions. All I built my set so that in the moment I'm supposed to be reading. The, and when I'm not reading the crowd and I'm just reciting the jokes, they can tell I'm not present. Right. And then honestly, dude, whenever I want to be funny, I can just murder. Mm-hmm. And then and then I was like. Oh, and then I just never questioned again whether or not. Because before it would be like, is this going to go good or bad, depending on them or the room or the if I didn't tell the right joke? And then when it wouldn't go well, I would try to whatever that. But sometimes it's like, but it's not like you're not funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah. I never, I don't think I ever questioned it after that. No. No. I think uh, maybe DJ too, or maybe even Los one time was like, I was like, it's not like you write funny jokes. You're funny. Yeah. And it, but it was like one of my peers, so I was like, I think it was it might have been loose. And then I was he was like, you're funny. And then I was like, Ugh.
0: <laughs> then it, then it becomes internal. Yeah.
1: And you're like, I can I can point this at a crowd. I can point this at a subject. And then funny's just gonna come out. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And it changed my writing too. I think after that, I started to be a lot more loose. Yeah. You know, with no. like the stuff I'm talking about. Yeah. But I do think. It's not there's not a moment where you get it. But there's a moment when you realize that you got it a while ago. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like a process and you're it's not really that it's not really happening in the moment as much as like it's the moment you've decided to remember. Yeah. That from now on. You know? I could do it this way. Right. Yeah. Cuz you're married to I'm you know you start, I mean, you start doing comedy, you're fucking. It's just, ugh, you're out every night, you know, like, <laughs> you're getting the drinks, and it's just, oh it's just so good, you know, you don't even, you don't, you will just do it every night for free, you just, Oh, And then, you're like, no, I'm good at this, and then you start dating, and then you're like, you know, you're, the flowers and all that shit, but I'm married to comedy now. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I have no other useful skills in life, so... I'm pretty much in this shit for the long haul. So I'm married to comedy. Every night I go to make love to my wife. There's some other fucking money doing it. (laughs) And even worse, they're probably doing it right. I know she likes it like that. And it's like, you you have this whole relationship with your career and with comedy and stuff like that that I didn't think about ever. And I try not to think about now. It's always thinking about on stage, on stage, on stage. And And I have felt like, For the most part, like, I just have a lot of missed opportunities, things I don't ask for. Mm -hmm. But in general, I got brought up the right way. Like, wrestler was just a fucking asshole. He was just an (laughs) asshole. I think it was like, he came up to me probably like about a a, a couple of years after I was hosting. Yeah. And I went on a road trip with him. It's not like he even, like, I think he gave me one road trip with him yeah. and talked shit to my face the entire time. The, said the worst things were like almost like combat, not really, but just like, nah. and you're like, oh, he's a headliner or whatever and be a jerk. And then he would go tell the nicest things to everybody else. So when I would walk up, I'd be like, what's up, asshole? And they'd be like, this is the nice guy you were talking about? And he was like, you know, and then it was like, they're constantly messing with you. And then it was like, he walks up one day and he was like, man, you always get on base because he's a big baseball guy. He's like, dude, you always get on base. I've always seen you as a single. You're you're a good you know lead bat. But he's like, man, I seen you hit a couple like doubles, triples, yeah. and I was like, that was a home run, bro. You know, but I was like, <laughs> but for them to even acknowledge you, mm-hmm. and then some of the comments would be like, oh, now that guy likes me now. It's like that guy's trying to tell you like you've reached, right? You know, and like I I res- cared for that, like wanted that, and I I didn't need them to tell me oh, you're ready to host, you're ready to feature. But I did like them constantly, like, uh, Stephen, B, Stephen B was like, I don't know, he's like a corny white dude or whatever. So it would be stupid for me to say he was mean. Right. But he was very straight up. You need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, yes, sir. Right. He, he If he says I can get on stage, I can get on stage. And I get off, he's like, this thing you did about the religion or whatever, that was great. And he was like, all right, that's what I'm working on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think when you come up that way, they're building off those, as far as, like, the performance stuff. Right. As far as, like, you're confident because you've tested this in front of pros. Right. You know? Yeah. And then then now there's just too many (laughs) comics. Sure. There's just too many of them. You know? There are a lot. There's some type of incentive now. You know? Yeah. Because, like, I'm all about that Yang game. Right? I want everybody to get $1,000 a month. Like, I'm about it. And then someone was like, you know, it's going to make like millions of comics that that little cushion is going to make everybody go live their dream. And then you'd be like a billion stand up
0: because <laughs> we were at that. We were at the Christmas party yeah. and I was
1: telling Boner, like I heard this story, this guy. Right. He says he was two, three years into his comedy career. Right. Say so he's two years in. He said, and this is like in the 80s, like in the mid 80s, he said they flew him to a club in New York. And put him up at the comedy condo. He stayed there for three days. At which time? He said as soon as he got off the plane to the moment he got back on the plane to come home, he was drunk. He was doing cocaine. And he had strippers doing cocaine off of his naked body. He partied like an animal for three days. Came back and gave his wife $700. And she was mad. Because she had to pay the rent. Right. And I was like, okay, now. Swizz has been doing comedy for two years. Mm -hmm. He's getting to host. It's not enough money for a plane ticket and three nights up and cocaine and alcohol and strippers. And if if there was, there wouldn't be $700 left (laughs) over.
0: Right. What happened
1: to the market? Right. And and Brad's like, there weren't any comics. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. fear of public speaking was still deep in the American psyche. Right. And there were only a handful of people in the country who were stupid enough to stand up and try to do this thing called comedy. And only a few people had done it really, really well. So you couldn't be hacky. There wasn't there wasn't enough similarities for you to just kinda you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it was like like can you imagine because, like, how many comics are there now? Comics, quote, unquote. Like, huh. hundreds.
0: Thousands. In
1: Sacramento? A oh, like, couple. Like, in
0: Sacramento, yeah. Hundreds. Yeah, if you get
1: to every little market, everybody who gets on a stage in Sacramento yeah. and says, I do comedy, there's got to be a couple hundred.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? And it's like, and, but, but even when I started 13 well, years ago, there was, like,
0: 10 new were,
1: bodies every four right. or five months.
0: Even when you were hosting, you said yeah. you were hosting once a month. Yeah. Yeah. That means there were four yep. hosts in yep. rotation. Yep. And now yep. we have, I mean, you're getting up hosting every four or five months.
1: Features were getting quarterly.
0: Yeah. They were getting four a year. Headliners were getting twice a year.
1: Twice a year.
0: Now the headliner rotation is 16 months. Yep. 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 It's crazy.
1: It's crazy how many comics there are. And they're just yeah. to lose the market. But then, I'll tell you this too. It's finally our time. Right. Because Netflix decided that Comedy Central wasn't doing it right yeah. and over front-loaded and beat them. And right. now if you want to watch stand-up, you don't watch Comedy Central. Right. You know, like uh, MTV when they stopped doing music videos, right? Yeah. So now you're going to pay uh You're going to pay Chappelle. Right. You pay him $20 million per special. But he doesn't have to write, quote, unquote. He writes stand-up. He doesn't have to write a movie. Right. He doesn't have to act. He doesn't they're, they're actually hiring you to do stand up mm-hmm. and there's never been like even a peak price for that. Right. How much is a special worth? Well, whatever HBO or comedies or whoever somebody will give you. But now there's like a number. Yeah. So right? So if I'm a 100th as good a comic as Chappelle, which right. let's say I am. That's 200 grand, you know what I'm saying? Whatever right. it is. Like yeah. yeah. You know? So it's like uh and there's actually a market, you know, um, I know Mike saw Mikey's on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. saw Diego on Amazon Jimmy Prime, Earle. doing this, Jimmy Earl, mm-hmm. Key Lewis. Mm-hmm. There's, there's enough. Like, it's weird that there's all these cracks opening up for all these comics, you know what I'm saying? But then also we're diluting, getting diluted because there's a million places right. for stand-up now. Right. YouTube, I know a bunch of guys came up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted to buy their special, so they were like, cool, I'll chop it up into
0: segments and 40 different myself. segments yeah. and
1: release one a week yeah blowing up yeah you know your mm-hmm. audience finds you and the, the, the gatekeepers have shifted right you know yeah so it's like i don't know if you if you are if you are already a comic now's your like now's our time yeah and if you are not a comics don't try because like, <laughs> i need the stage time right you know there's enough of us we got this right Find another outlet. (laughs) Poetry, perhaps.
0: There you go. Well, thank you for sitting down with me today. You're welcome. Doing this. Much appreciated. We have so much more to talk about, so they'll have to watch for a version two of Behind the Showroom with Ellis Rodriguez. That's right.
1: You're going to have to go through. We have 10 years. We didn't even cover us. (laughs) We didn't. We didn't cover the whole. No, Our no, whole no. thing. Nope. The, the the me <laughs> the eighty
0: six from the club. The journey
1: of me ending up on the like, you know what I'm saying? That I at know. some point my picture was up in the back room. Be like, don't let this dude in. <laughs> it's a journey. <laughs> it has been. And somebody asked me the other day how you ended up uh, even buying the place, yeah. and I was like, I don't really know. It's
0: a whole other journey. Yeah, it's a whole other. So you and your mellow be, baby, all of this. Shocked. So stay tuned. You hear the whole story piece by piece. That's right. Come back. One,
1: two, three, four, lift off.
0: Behind the showroom. labs. Unlimited.